suppose you, we could look at it in a positive way. This is a chance, you know. Is like all these months of lockdown and, and uh, mm. COVID and all that. This is a chance. We're really putting a microscope on our lives in a big way. Mm. And all the uh, the things that mm. we think that are wrong and right about it. You know, the idea like you know, lots of people working from home, and people love it. People don't like it. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, the flexibility yeah, of it, yeah. Uh, yeah, and but like yeah, also like you say, kind of really having to look in the face, li- quite literally, you know, the uh, mm. your mm. relationships, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is Levinas, isn't it? I mean, Levinas puts a great deal of store on 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 the significance of the face as that point of engagement between the self and the other, and he says that's you know, and the face as it looks at you, he says the face makes that 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 um that uh, unnegotiated claim on you as soon as you see that other face looking at you it's 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 another it's a it's another person there and they are and they have a, they have a kind of an unnegotiated um um claim ethical claim on you um as as the other and you say oh man really god just it's just i just wonder after after all this kind of pandemic lockdown just how many people are going to come out it's like you know, it's like kind of coming out of the bunker um, and into the light of day after after being held up there. How many people are going to come out on their come out alone? And it's going to get. Didn't you? Didn't you? Didn't you go in there with somebody? No, no, no. I went in there all by myself. I'm sh- I'm sure there were. I'm sure there was somebody else in there with you. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, you do a lot of gardening after that, and like a lot of sacks being brought out on the side. <laughs> no, that's 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 grim. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. It's, it's dark. It's dark. Yeah, but I mean, as you say, I think it is. I think it turned. It, 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 you know, has turned. It will turn a light on a lot of <coughs> on a lot of our relationships. Uh, both the ones that we we are the most intense because they're the one. They're the faces we're seeing. Mm. Uh, but also on the ones that we perhaps. I know this is a bit a bit glib, isn't it? But also the ones that we we are not having quite so much, mm. uh, and we're beginning to recognise. Well, actually, um, that was a really important thing for me seeing that face and everything that that face entailed um it could be across a point or it could be kind of you know across a table or across a room or whatever seeing that actually contributed to my existence Mm. in a really significant way and it was only because it's not there now um that i recognize a loss of that ingredient that particular that particular moment um and I think I mean that's one of the things and I know that's one of the things you know postmoderns have been particularly kind of keen on the idea of 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 human beings having that kind of communal existence rather than being the single. I mean you've got that kind of that 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 kind of enlightenment model drawn from the you know drawn from from the Cartesian cogito the I think therefore I mm. am uh, right at the centre of the Enlightenment, we said this before on a number of occasions, which helps, which helped the Enlightenment to define what the bottom line definition of human existence is, which is I, mm. my consciousness. Uh, everything else, everything else is is, is subsidiary to that, um, and it's only when you get into the kind of the you know the the the, the late nineteenth, early twentieth century when people start to kind of say, well, actually, mm. what we are. Is more complex. I mean, obviously, Hegel says this as well. You, in, in many ways, he prefigures it. But the idea that you know we are we're more than just an individual consciousness. The individual consciousness on its own is insufficient. Mm. Well, in fact, yeah, as you said, Augustine. Oh, why do I keep seeing Augustine? Mm-hmm. Aristotle, you know, makes that point. You know, we are not equipped. We are not designed, if you like, mm. to be self-sufficient. And I think that kind of pretends to self-sufficiency. Mm. 
the idea of that kind of rugged, self-sufficient, survivalist kind of mentality. Um, it's just proving, you know, to, it's just proving to be very, very fractured. We just don't, we're, we're not self-sufficient. Mm. We need people. Mm. Um, and whatever we define as family, whether it's it's our you know our nuclear you know man woman or you know part two partners and and, and and a bunch of kids perhaps, or whether your family is a more expanded thing, I think that's going to I think people are are becoming a, much more aware of the significance of that mm. um, during this lockdown. I hope they are. I yeah, think. I think so. I don't. I think so. I mean, it's interesting getting getting back mm. to Plato. Mm. For example, I mean, one of the reasons that Plato um, is is suspicious of the family, um, and we've said, you know, we, he, he's not convinced that everybody's going to kind of be able to bring it, bring the kids up properly, and that's an important that's that, that is an important point. And, and just parenthetically, I'm just I was just it just brought to mind the fact that um, when my mother was growing up, I mean, she's a Maltese lady, and um, um, she was a young girl during the second world war so you know it was it was a it was a time mm. um malta was bombed flat and more i think more tonnage was dropped on malta um as a kind of a gateway to north africa oh. um from europe um then than london oh. it was really just leveled uh and uh you know they were hiding under tables and that kind of stuff um but i can remember you know what my mother saying well you know she had quite a big family i think she had like seven sisters or something like that, and a couple of brothers and so on catholic country mm. um uh, and eventually, her mother said, "You know, the the best thing for you and her eldest. So it was her and her eldest sister. Mm. They were the two eldest ones. So what I'm, uh, what we're going to do? I'm going to send you off to the local convent mm. so you can be brought up by the, but you can be looked after by the nuns. Mm. Um, and you know, Plato would have would have thought, yeah, this is a pretty mm. good idea um, because you know they could look after. They gave my mother a skill. They taught her how to read and write. Um, they taught her how to sew." Mm. And she became you know, later on in life. She became a seamstress, and she did mm. like you know, she earned a living out of sewing and about you know, and that sort of stuff. Um, uh, and that equipped her really well mm. for uh, for 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 um, for for living, you know, in, effectively in, in in society. So that I think that's that's an important point that 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 has a kind of platonic vibe to it. That sometimes maybe you have to be less sentimental about things. You know, what's you know what. What works? What's going to be the best for all concerned? Because that's right. Because Plato was was saying, well, you know, the other the other problem is that a family just makes you tribal. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says this is a big problem. Um, a family tends to make you tribal in the sense that you become very partisan. Mm. Um, so rather than thinking about the good of the body politic, rather than thinking about what is good for the republic. Mm. Uh, you're just you're, you're basically just going to be nepotistic. Mm. You're just going to do what's best for you and your family, um, because that's where your focal awareness is mm. going to be. Um, you have this very narrow view of of um, who needs to be made well, who needs to be looked after, mm. uh, and it's just me and my partner, and my kids, and maybe you know maybe my my mum and dad, and that's kind mm-hmm. of it. And, you know, um, and he says and that's the worst possible. And, we, mm-hmm. and interestingly enough, mm-hmm. um, I mean, he predicts the worst. You know, the, 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 the kind of thing. You know, uh, I mean, what's been going on in the states mm-hmm. over the last the last four years? I mean, kind of you know the kind of Trump mm-hmm. cartel um, is Plato's kind of worst fears yeah. uh, for the family manifest is sort of well. You know, let's just give jobs to all my family, and let's you know, let's just make sure my family and my immediate kind of you know my immediate kind of circle yeah. um, get all the support, get all the good stuff. And Plato says, "Well, that's what happens when you put when 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 you put a lot of emph- emphasis on the family. Mm. Um, 
they become the focus of your concern. Yeah. You can justify it all the way. Whereas the rest, yeah, whereas the rest of society can go hang because you know you don't care mm. about them. You just care about your your immediate. Um, uh, and you know, it, we see we see it happen. Mm. So you know, maybe maybe Plato has got a, maybe Plato has got a point on the on. So that's the, kind of the other side of the. So on the one side, we say you know, being corporate, being communal seems to be a thing. It seems to be important, as as Aristotle is saying. Mm. Um, we seem to be we don't seem to be very self sufficient, and that's that's a, uh, that's you know the way we are. Um, uh, maybe. What we're learning, you know, in a sense from the pandemic mm. and so on, is the importance of communality. We aren't rugged individuals, isolated, the self-centered cogito. Maybe we are more to do with our engagement with others. Yeah. But then you've got the kind of that platonic sort of side. Say, so yeah, but if you become too engaged with others, then you just form cliques. You form these little kind of pockets, uh, and they become more important than um, than than the bigger picture. Yeah. yeah so um, if you if you're gonna, I don't know. If you're going to go down Plato's route, you have to go the whole way. You know, you have to. Yeah. Well, it's it's radical, mm. isn't it? Because it has to be. It has to be thoroughly. You, you couldn't do it on your. You can't do it on your own. Mm. You can't just decide as a family, right? This is what we're going to do now. We're going to give our kids mm. away. Let's just let's just kind of look around to see who who's who's best place to take mm. them. Uh, I mean, you could. I mean, that has happened in the past. People have done that, left their kids on on people's doorsteps mm. with little notes saying, you know, please look after little Danny uh, <laughs> because I can't because uh, <laughs> he screams too much. Um, and people have done that in the past, and that's an act of, and, that, and that's seen as you know, variously an act of of, of you know of desperation. Mm. Sometimes it's seen as a, a you know lack of a lack of character. Sometimes it's seen as the ultimate sacrifice. Mm. You know, whereas people are saying, you know. You're prepared to give away your child in 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 that in in the way Kant says, you know, in in a sense, you have such responsibility yeah. for the upkeep of the, for the upbringing of this child, and maybe you are not the best place to do this, even though every fibre of your being is telling you to hold mm, on to it. Mm. Maybe maybe the thing to do is to to give it away so it has a better chance of of survival and uh, a better yeah. life. It's a complicated business, but I think the philosophers have things to say about this at one level or yeah, another. Yeah, I think so, and. Um even though you know we're talking about all the extremes um what if mm. nothing else you know the ideas that um um allow us to think about our, how we got here you know as, as yeah. what the family <laughs> yes. is what it means yeah you know, what it meant to different you know yeah. obviously you know down from plato to you know uh, and then mm. the, 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 yeah, the christians and all that um Mm. We're still, we're still here with that, you know, with that, uh, uh, you know, nuclear family and and um, uh, the patriarchal so uh, society really still yeah. holding sway. But lots of little, little changes have happened, you know. Mm. I'm at the end of this conversation, then, Danny. Are you, are you, uh, you, you still, you, you still uninclined, disinclined to to give your kids away? Do you still think you, you're up to the task? No. Or are you starting to think, mm. you know, what maybe. Maybe give one away, you know, the one you like least. <laughs> um, I think I, I is it is it instinct or is it selfishness? Um, I mean, I, you know, I'm in no. I mean, to be, to be honest, uh, you know, my daughter is 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 beyond the. I mean, as as Kant you know, says, it gets to the point where your where your responsibility kind of ends, if you like. And I think we've got Aristotle is the same. Your responsibility sort of kind of ends mm -hmm. when your your kids take on their own identity. And their own sense of responsibility, and then they then they kind of move on. And, and Hegel says that as well. It's that kind of process mm. where you know they are 
you know, the family becomes really, really important. You're there to support the children. Um, and then it gets to a point when the, child, the, the family collapses as the children move out, move away, and then they kind of form their own family, which hopefully has been informed by the previous experience. Mm. Uh, and maybe it's a better family and a better arrangement than before. Mm. Who knows? Um, and then the whole process goes on. So, you know, the, the original family dis- dissipates that, that la- in, in the way that it was originally. Um, not that necessarily the relationships break down, mm. but, you know, they go off, they live their own lives. You, you, you know, they're not immediately in your face 24-7 as they are when you're responsible for mm-hmm. them. Uh, Hegel says, well, he gets to that point where where that diminishes. Uh, and, you know, they might give you a phone call once in a while, if you like. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, they've moved on. And then what becomes important to them is their own family, mm-hmm. um, in the same way as our families became important to us. Mm-hmm. And our parents, if you like, became, you know, not, not insignificant, but they became less important to mm-hmm. us in comparison so he said hegel says that's the process mm. that kind of keeps moving towards the kind of the the, the higher the higher point mm. um so yeah so i've often said that you know my my daughter is is no longer my responsibility she's she's society's problem now <laughs> uh, <laughs> right sorry uh, i don't mean mm-hmm. that uh, but it, i mean yeah. what they tend to kind of look, i think sometimes some of the, some of the kind of philosophical discussions about families that we've been looking at you know that likes you know we've not looked at them all but you know some of the big names like plato and aristotle and Kant and Hagen and so on. Um, they don't spend an awful lot of time talking about what's, what's built out of the relationship in the sense that they talk about the nature of the family and what it contributes mm. um, uh, and they talk about kind of how that kind of moves on but there's not a great deal of discussion about what is what is generated in terms of the relationships that you have with your children after that because it it becomes something different Mm. um that kind of absolute responsibility that Kant talks about as you can imagine there's almost a kind of categorical responsibility for the child that that dissipates as they become older and they become self-responsible um but the relationship between the two individuals doesn't um doesn't disappear it just becomes something different um, and my relation, and, and, mm-hmm. and my relationship with my child um, has become something different to what it was when she was dependent, mm-hmm. um, such that we enjoy each other's company mm-hmm. as two human beings in the mm-hmm. world, uh, which is a kind of a nice thing. I kind of dig that's that. That's a great um, thing. A so great you know, thing. you know. Um, so you know, maybe that's part. Of, maybe that's part of part of the, the the whole process, which is often left out. That you know, you are building. You're, you're not just kind of doing something, and then once that's done, mm. it falls away, and your job's mm. done. It reminds me of um, you're doing something. Um, Indiana Jones uh, and the Last Crusade, and uh, Indy okay. is um, uh, finally kind of talking face to face with his his father on the Zeppelin. If you remember, uh, yeah, and he yeah, said, yeah, yeah. you know, you're not like the other other guys uh, dads he didn't go you know whatever it was you go to the baseball game or that and blah 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 mm. and then he said i'll let you do what you wanted to do you know uh, and blah 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 mm. but the main mm. thing that was interesting was um when he said um you left just when you're becoming interesting <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know, right? yeah yeah i know and you think god you know you inv- you invest all this effort 
in creating a, 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 an interesting, witty, and urbane individual, and they bugger off and attach themselves to somebody else. And you think, come on, man! I put all the effort into that. It's like it's you know, I begin you know, you begin to feel like you know the person who built up a company yeah. from nothing, yeah. and then the board of directors, you know, kicks you out, yeah. and they take over. But this was this my company. I, I built this up. The hell. Yeah. Yeah, you can't kick me out. <laughs> I own shares. <laughs> yeah, you don't own controlling shares anymore. Ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> I think it's um, um, you know, it's, it's the nature nature of life, isn't it? It's it, full of you know pain and disappointment. It's, that's just natural. Mm. You know, it's it's the way things are. That's why I kind of uh, when we're talking about you know uh, plans for the family, uh, uh, working out mechanics for the family. Uh, sometimes mm. think about um, different ideas. I, I guess kind of Eastern ideas, uh, a way of, of um, arranging the world as, as though it's more like nature. You know, uh, you know, uh, build building a house, but making making it fit with nature, and nature's changing mm. as well. So you kind of you're you're fitting with the world as best you can. You know, and, and mm. um, I, I think that maybe yeah. you know, approaching approaching family in that way. You know. It's nothing more than just a big old hippie. I am a bit, a bit of a hippie um, with a bit of punk yeah. thrown in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's interesting. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to... We, we, we need to, to stop now, I think. But, I mean, because this, this could just... It's one of these topics mm. that could just kind of, you know, morph into different things. Mm. But um, I, I, I recently was reading... Um, oh, what was now? The... Uh, um, I always get this wrong now. It's it's a, it's it's um, who wrote one who flew the cookies? Ken Kesey. Ken Kesey. Ken Kesey. Yeah, it was Kesey. Yeah, uh, and it, this was this is a book about uh, about um, I think it was called the 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 electric Kool Aid something or other. Um, I'm a, I sound really really uninformed now. <laughs> Hang on. Well, let's just hold hold the line yeah. for a moment, and then we'll we'll, we'll restart this um, <laughs> to make us sound as we're smarter than we actually are. Um, we are talking about. We are smart. Yeah. Oh, this neat vodka. Is oh. it really lovely? Who wrote that? What's it called? Tom Wolf. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> recently wrote, read this. This, uh, this I've, I've read it before, but I read it again because it makes it makes me feel good for some reason. Even though it is, in some ways, intensely, it kind of unworkable and impractical and it was doomed to failure from the mm -hmm. start in some respect uh, it's still it was still that kind of moment where I just you know somebody tried this and it it, it could have worked <clears throat> um, uh, it's Tom Wolf, Tom Wolf writing about um, on Ken Kesey and the Merry Pranksters mm -hmm. and it's like the electric Kool-Aid acid mm -hmm. test I know it? I've not read it but I know it yeah you should read it. You should read it. It, it. It'll it'll make you feel good. It'll make you think. You know, there's 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 still a possibility. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of Ken Kesey and his and his like you know and, and you know it's all kind of drug counterculture and all the rest of it. Uh, and then these guys, you know, they they they, 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 you know, they bought themselves a classic bus which they called Further and they painted it all up. And they were travelling across country. And it is the archetypical model of of um of the kind of hippie, the the kind of hippie commune. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is the hippie commune. Uh, it's Plato's ideal of the hippie <laughs> commune. Um, so these guys were driving, you know, a lot of free love going on in the in the, in the bus, and and these people kind of just traveling around playing music, you know, 
camping out in various places. Kesey had a house somewhere, and he kept, occasionally the FBI would come to him and hit, come for him, and a bunch of them would have to kind of like, you know cross the border into Mexico, mm. and then they smoke some more dope and hang out there in a kind of Cheech and Chong mm. sort of way, and then make their way back. Um, and just for a moment, here we had this kind of extended family, and they had this sort of this ideal of kind of well, you know, just let's just you know, be together, enjoy each other's company, enjoy each other's physicality. Mm bring up our kids together uh, and just kind of drop out of the machine that we've been told to maintain. Yeah. Um, and it didn't no. last uh, for all sorts mm. of, there are all sorts of reasons. Um, partly you're, you're swimming upstream yeah. uh, all the time because everything is just kind of trying to bring you, everything is trying to kind of force you back into, you know, society is trying to force you back into a particular pattern. Mm. Um, your own mindsets are still being formed by pre, by generations of, you know, particular models of living. So, you know, even though it was kind of, oh yeah, free love, everybody having a good time and so on, you still had the kind of an, an, an in, you know, an incipient sort of patriarchy. Yeah. You still had kind of, you know, uh, men sort of preying on, on some of the women there. You still had kind of tribalism and, and you know, monogamous kind of ideas coming in saying, oh, she's mine. And, she, and bit by bit, that whole kind of communality <clears throat> thing just started to fracture. Yeah. The drugs probably didn't help as well. But just There's for a potential. moment. There was, just, yeah. yeah, you read it just for a moment. There must have been, there was, there was a red hot moment uh, where these guys were just living the mm. life having a good time it all just seemed very kind of hopeful and all very kind of alternative mm. and uh, this is a different way of doing things rather than just constantly doing the same yeah. stuff um it's a, it just seemed yeah like in, um uh, the, big, an old <laughs> the big lebowski, the big lebowski. Uh, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. the two lebowskis are talking to each other and the last thing is yeah yeah um you lost mr lebowski the bums lost you know Bums lost. Bums yeah, lost. yeah, yeah. But I, I always think, um, uh, in a kind of weird time travel kind of way, um, the sixties. Uh, I always think of the the civil war, English Civil War. You know, the diggers. You know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Potential. Yeah, There's yeah, potential yeah. there. There's doing things differently. You know, and we're so mm. used to you know, especially mm. in 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 Britain and in England, we don't we don't have that history of revolution that I have in lots of different countries. You know, but there was, but we yeah. did have it. We did have, you know, uh, mm, you know we mm. had a mini kind of, you know, we did have a kind of revolution, didn't we? And then we decided that we didn't want it anymore. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We fear yeah. change. We fear change.